Hey everyone, this is Stevie Richards. When I'm not doing Stevie Richards Fitness, well actually when I am doing Stevie Richards Fitness resistance band training programs, I like to listen to my friends on the Voices of Misery podcast. They talk about literally everything and anything, some stuff that might offend you. So if you're not easily offended, don't subscribe because they say whatever is on their minds is actually, actually subscribe, subscribe anyway. You might learn something and check them out anywhere you can download and listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, check them out at voicesofmisery.podbean.com. This is the Voices of Misery podcast. This show isn't for the easily offended, so PC police on patrol stand by. You've been warned. Now, let's join the nerd and nerdette with another podcast for that ass. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Voices of Misery podcast. I am the nerd. Today is September 25th, 2019. It's a motherfucking Wednesday, man. Another podcast for that ass. What's going on, people? Yeah, I'm doing a solo podcast. I said I was going to try to get better at doing these, and uh, here I am. I'm doing it right now because I care about you people, and I care about keeping my commitments. And today's episode is going to be about commitment. There you go. Nice little segue there, right? I like the way I kind of like make things, I like kind of make sense, even though half the shit I say doesn't make any fucking sense. Pretty neat, right? <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat here real quick. So yeah, man, uh, we did a we we did a podcast yesterday, and uh, we had a um, wait wait a second. I'm being rude. How are you doing today, huh? You doing all right? I know you are because you have some new content to listen to finally. So anyway. Um, <clears throat> we did a podcast yesterday. We didn't do one for about five days, and uh, it, it was a long fucking five days, to be honest with you, man. Like, we we did do stuff on the side, but it wasn't for our own platform, and we kind of neglected it a tiny bit, and that was because we were recording so many other things for other, you know, a- areas. So we were doing interviews on other people's shows, and hopefully you guys came over from their platforms onto ours, and uh, if you are, welcome. And I hope you're enjoying your stay here at Hotel Casa del fucking uh, Nerd or Misery, whatever you want to say. I think I think Casa del Misery sounds pretty good. You know, House of Misery or House of Nerd. I think House of Misery sounds pretty good. That's the one I would probably go with if I was to, you know, open up this chain. I should copyright that after the show, by the way. But anyway, um, yeah, so we're sorry for neglecting the show a little bit. We're, we're actually, you know, by neglecting it, we're actually trying to build the show and build the brand and... Uh, try to make everything come together as far as like people and you know our, our ideas and things like that and we're trying to come up with new ways to basically bring people in and uh have more um interaction i guess with with the fans and you know people like that we've been getting a lot of things on twitter too which we appreciate a lot of a lot of people you know commenting and dming and on twitter and things like that it's been really fucking cool so we appreciate you and um we did start a discord and we have our own Discord channel now. So if you'd like to come in there and talk to either myself or the Nerdette, want to go off and cuss us off in there, we're fine with that too. As long as you guys show up and uh, wear pants. That's all I ask. Wear pants. Because we do not like people that don't wear pants, even though we both walk around without them half the time. You know, when the kids are asleep, obviously. 
But anyway, uh, that is, um, if you go to the Discord, it's Voices of Misery Podcast is the name of the room. So you can go there, you'll see our ugly mugs, or um, what the fuck is that thing, like a Giphy or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, GIF Bitmoji, Bitmoji, yeah. But the old icon, the old Voices of Misery icon with our faces on there, it's a little crusty because it's old. Might have some spider webs on it, might smell like shit, might need to be washed. But yeah, that's the old logo. Um, that's the one you want to go to. So come in that room. I don't think there's any permissions. I think you can kind of just join and get in. So I don't think you need to request a membership. But if you do, it'll give me a notification on my phone and you'll be in within five minutes because I check my phone regularly and often. So there you go. You can you can have some real-time chat with us there. Um, Twitch, I believe we're going to be doing Twitch some more coming up. We, we've just been fucking bogged down, man, and... And I'm not trying to like say like oh we're so busy, but we really are lately with this thing. It's been taking off, and we're very happy and proud to say that. Um, I've been working a lot of hours too, I'm going through some transitions at my job as far as like new uh, people coming in and things like that. So it's just been a whole whole thing. Um, it, it's been tough, but I've also been um, doing some recordings, uh, reaching out to people, being reached out to. Um, doing interviews and shit like that just to provide more content so next month's gonna be a really really packed month of of shit uh we do have our last interview coming up tomorrow night and that'll be another show so you're gonna get three days in a row of the voices of misery podcast and that one's gonna have the andrew bellow on the show we're gonna have a good time talking to him about certain interesting topics things that we're probably not smart enough to talk about but we're gonna try god damn it and we're gonna have a good time doing it so i'm looking forward to that one i think that's gonna be fun for those of you that are like, where the fuck's the Nerd Head at? You know, they do a lot of shows together, and this one's a lot shorter than the other ones by the description. It's only about 30 minutes or so. Well, the answer to that, new listeners, is because I do my own solo podcast, and this is basically where I come on to just kind of bullshit, uh, just talk about things in life and just my own thoughts, things that the Nerd Head doesn't really want to talk about, things she's not interested in, shit like that, you know? And I like to come on here and just kind of spit my uh, my nonsense out. For about 30 minutes or so, that's about the time I want to keep this at. 45, I think, was my longest one, and that was because I was really just screaming and cursing and shit, so probably won't be doing that much more because I'm um, I'm trying to do this in the studio, and the studio is a place where we kind of keep things quiet, you know, and where I try to keep the rage bottled up a little bit because I don't want to be too loud. The studio is actually in our house, and maybe eventually <laughs> might let the cat out the bag, but we may have something else elsewhere soon so keep your eyes out for that that'll be fun so yeah just like a lot of things are just happening right now so we're really happy about that but like i said enough of that bullshit today's episode is about commitments and uh, one thing i want to talk about is just a couple different kinds of commitments because in the english language we have words that mean many different things you know commitment is is one of them that it, it has pretty much the same um meaning i guess i mean commitment is something that you keep uh, something that you keep and don't break a promise to, or but it's it's also kind of vague or, of a word. So it's like if I keep my commitment to my spouse, it's like I'm never going to cheat on you. It can mean different things. So my commitment to you is going to be I'm not going to break up with you, or this and that your thing, or I'm not going to cheat on you. Um, another commitment could be like, oh, I'll be to work at three o'clock, but then you come in at three thirty. You broke your commitment to me, you know, or you said you were going to finish this. This was your deadline. So it's not. I mean, it has the same basic meaning to it, but there's different variations of it. I guess that's the idiot layman's term that I should have used in the beginning. But anyway, I'm going to go over a couple different kinds of commitments and just how I fuck up on a daily basis, basically, because this podcast is about me fucking up because I'm a fuck up. 
Um, so anyway, like uh, commitment. So here we go. So marriage. I was talking about marriage today, and I was listening to a couple of things on the way home. And this one lady was talking about how she spent like thirty thousand dollars on her fucking wedding. The guy she was with for like fifteen years or some shit, you know. And I'm thinking the nerdette and I have been together for about the same amount of time. And we've never walked down the aisle, you know, but we call each other wife and husband and shit like that because we've been together so long. We lived together for about as long, you know, and we've never walked down the aisle. We never really saw a purpose to it because if you're going to be with somebody, why do you have to spend an exorbitant amount of money to, 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 to like basically say, hey, look, we're together, you know, and I get the whole religious aspect of it. Obviously, the nerdette and I are not religious, so maybe that's a huge part of the reason why we never did it. I never really saw it for the religious aspect, even though I know that's what it's really all about. When I was growing up, I always thought it was uh, just a way for people to grandstand, you know, just kind of look at us, look at me, look at me, look at my dress. I'm so pretty and my bridesmaids look like shit. You know, the groom goes out and gets drunk and fucking has some stupid hangover night with his pals in Vegas. Fucking has a stripper sit on his face or some shit, you know, finger blasts a few strippers and he goes and, and kisses his wife the next morning with the same mouth he was taking shots out of a stripper's asshole, you know, it's just like, you know, like, <laughs> I guess that's what's supposed to happen, you know, that's just, when you think about bachelor parties, that's what's supposed to happen, you're supposed to have these crazy nights, at least that's what the movies out there, you know, make you believe, and, uh, you know, it depends what kind of movies you're watching, too, if you're watching some porn, a wife's normally getting fucking donged out and shit, <laughs> you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I, I never understood the whole point of, like, paying so much money for one day, you know, and I understand some, like, little girls, you know, they wake up one morning and they're like, you know, I want to marry Prince Charming and fucking Paris, and, like, a white horse walking them down the fucking aisle and shit, you know, the, like, the dad's there smiling and shit, knowing his daughter's about to get fucked that night in a hotel room by some fucking guy she's about to say I do to and make out with in front of fucking hundred people, you know, so... I'm thinking to myself, you know, like, what could you do with that $30,000, you dumb bitch? Because she's sitting there saying, like, I'm going to spend this much money. And and their dad and I were talking about it on the way home because I talked to her. You know, I call her in a 45-minute drive home from fucking work. And she, and we're talking. I'm like, you know, if we had that much money to throw down on the wedding, you know what we'd do? We'd pay off debt. We'd pay off our car, the, the brand-new car we just got. We'd, we'd throw it towards the house and try to get the fuck out of that quicker, you know, and these people, it's like you, I mean, like it's some kind of a privilege, I guess, in life to be able to throw money away for some dumbass party to have all your friends come and just be envious of you saying I do. It's just the ultimate way to fucking show off. You know what I mean? Oh, we did this. We did that. Look at all this money. Look at these fucking roses. Look at all this dumb shit. My fucking dad hates my fucking mom, but yet I got him in the same place at the same time to send me off to some other douchebag, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I, I, I just don't understand marriage in general. Uh, if you're going to be with somebody, why do you have to walk down an aisle? Why do you have to, you know, buy an expensive ring to put on her finger? You could just easily fucking tattoo a name on someone's fucking finger or some shit, you know, just a lot cheaper. And it's permanent. A, a ring you, you can get, you know, stolen or lost or you can get too fucking fat because you're going to get fat over the years. I'm sorry. It's just going to happen. You're going to get fat. You're going to have a baby and you're going to get fat and your husband's going to get a dad bod. and The ring won't fit anyway. You got to spend more money to get it resized. Spoiler alert, you're going to get bigger. Well, not everybody, but, I mean, it, it, it happens, obviously. And if you can shrink like me, you go on keto and starve yourself to death. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, that's something I wanted to kind of just get out there, you know, the whole fucking marriage thing. I, I just I just don't fucking like it, man. And 
If you really want it to be permanent, get a, get a fucking tattoo. Get a tattoo. Get a tattooed ring or get your wife's name on her fucking hand or some shit. You know, like a really small, like, where the ring finger should be. Just to let people know. This is permanent, man, you know? And no fucking mugger's going to see a diamond ring and <laughs> cut your fucking hand off. They're not going to want your tattoo. They're going to want that ring. See, this is what the fuck I'm talking... This is what people say about me, man. I always think the worst in everybody, you know what I mean? And it's fucking pathetic that I think that way. Fucking someone's cut... Cutting fingers off to get a fucking diamond ring because your fucking hand's too fat. I don't fucking know. What's wrong with me? This is why I need her here, man. To keep me real, just reined in and keep me off these fucking weird topics, you know? But that's not the only kind of commitment I wanted to talk about. Obviously, you know, the marriage thing sucks. Uh, the, the reason why it works for us is because we we never said I do. We never put that pressure on each other. We just enjoy each other's company. And that's just how we live our lives, man. And I think when you introduce marriage, you introduce, like this sense of insecurity, I guess, or the sense of being trapped, you know, like, like the man, you know, he, I'm not, I'm not married. I'm not married. And it's like a badge of honor. I'm a bachelor. I just have this girl I bang, you know, every night. But then when you get married, it's like all the, uh, the, the like that big stigma hits where you're like, Oh, you get married. You stop getting laid. You stop doing that. You stop doing that. And I, I guess like that negativity, that whole um, cloud of negativity kind of seeps its way in once you say I do because it's bound to happen. Once you once you ingratiate yourself in some kind of lifestyle, eventually those um, stereotypes, I guess, start penetrating the relationship. And before you know it, you do stop having sex so much. Um, your wife starts nagging at you for dumb shit. You can't go out with the guys anymore because there's that whole this is how a married person married couple is supposed to act now that we're married we have kids we do this we do that you get your career set you do blah 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 and all this stuff so I mean I, I guess the reason why it works for us so well and it probably works for so many others is because we never put that on ourselves we just enjoy each other's company and we know this is really it for the both of us I mean we're not going anywhere you know and you know we talk shit to each other sometimes I mean you know we, we just know that's it and that's all you need you know like what the fuck it's just, it's just, I, I just I just never understood it to me. It just made no sense. But I do get the religious aspect. I mean, if you're one of those fucking religious nut cases out there and you're like, I'm going to do it in the eyes of the Lord so the Lord knows because i got to prove to him for some odd reason. He can't even prove to me that he's real. But I'm going to prove to him that my love for this person is, you know, I don't fucking know. I'm not going to go down that path. This one is not about religion, ladies and gentlemen, but I do have quite a few of those in the can all the way back. If you want to go back to some of those older podcasts that... Quite a bit of religion, and I will be doing one soon enough. Maybe next week I'll do some religious stuff, because I want to get back into that. And I feel good right now. I've been about almost 15 minutes into this fucking thing. i got about a minute and a half to go before I hit that 15-minute mark, and I'm rolling, man. I fucking love doing a solo podcast. The only problem is when I take a sip of my beer, you guys fucking know it, man. But now that I'm in the, uh, in the studio, I can go like this. And you have no fucking clue. I just took a sip of my beer. But it seamlessly went from one to the next. That's what I fucking love about this thing, man. So we got some new equipment coming on the way. So the podcast is going to sound even better. I took the advice of some of my uh, new producer friends. And uh, they are basically telling me like what kind of equipment I should have and shit like that. So Nerdette and I are going to have our own mics. We're going to have our little mixing board and all that cool shit. Once I figure out how to use it in, the fucking, in another decade or so when podcasts are probably dead. You know, I'll be able to you know use that shit. But hopefully I can get someone to show me a fucking tutorial on how to use it. We'll see. I need to get some funny gummies, man. I would love to do one of these fucking barbecued, man. That'd be fucking amazing. I love that shit, you know? I've been kind of sleeping 
okay, I guess. I've been sleeping until about 4 o'clock in the morning, mind racing, weird thoughts, shit like that, you know? But anyway, other kinds of commitments, okay? So I have a hard time meeting deadlines. So let's say if, um, I don't know, uh, someone asked me to do something at work, like I have to do something by a certain time. I'm getting better at it if I stay focused, but it really takes like every fiber in me, in my or every fucking vein in my brain, man, you know, to keep me going. And if I don't focus 100% intently on it, I will forget. I will get sidetracked and I will forget completely 100,000% what I'm working on. So what happens is, hey, can you fix my time card? Yeah, let me do it immediately or I'm going to forget. So I, I try to do things the second someone asks me to do something. But then I'll start doing it and someone will come sit next to me and I'll start talking and then I'll forget what the fuck I'm doing and I'll start talking to them. And then before you know it, I'm doing something completely different, you know? So I try my hardest to get stuff done. Some people are really good at keeping commitments. Like some people are good with like Google Calendar and Siri and notes and all that shit and reminders. And they get things done and they are, they're better with time management throughout their day. So it feels like, I guess, for me, life is going really fast because I'm very bad at keeping commitments and my brain is racing so much I don't know how to keep things straight. Other people live a very well-organized life and what they do is they go from one thing to the next. They're like a well-oiled fucking machine and they meet all their commitments. They um, they get everything done within a set time. They're very organized and they still have time to do something else. And maybe their lives seem like they're moving slower because they get everything done and have time for other shit. So it feels like you're doing more within your time frame, even though time moves the same for everybody. In your head, if you're not doing much or if you're doing too much or too little, time and perception may be different than what you think it is, if that makes sense to you, the listener. So, I mean, maybe I should just get better at time management. Maybe you should get better at time management. Maybe we could work on this together and then meet up next week and see how we've done. But yeah, I, I, I just really don't see um, myself getting any better. I mean, I'm fucking 37, dude. This is the person that I am. And I find, like, in my life, and I'm just going to segue here into mental illness a little bit, because I've been having some issues lately. Um, being more open with people that I have to work closely with, telling them exactly what the fuck is going on before, you know, they uh, start thinking I'm a fucking nutcase or something, just kind of being up front and being like, hey, listen, this is what happens. Sometimes I get a little crazy. But I'm not crazy, you know, it's just, uh, just, this is just what goes on my brain, so you're going to have to deal with it, and I just want you to understand. So, my old boss and I, we used to kind of go at it a little bit, and I didn't know why, you know, it just, I, I, I could never put my finger on it. And uh, then, uh, then when I came out and I told her exactly what was going on with me, like, like my anxiety and the way that I uh, kind of tend to go off the handle, make dumb decisions, say dumb shit sometimes when I'm angry, uh we just became really close after that. And it was like, I don't know. She like understood. And I can tell her like, Hey, listen, I'm having a bad day. Like my fucking, like I couldn't sleep last night. My brain was going nuts. Having all these fucking thoughts in my head about weird shit. And not like suicidal. There's like dumb shit. Like why the fuck is, is there magma in the fucking earth's crust? And I'm like, look it up shit, you know? And then you find out there's, there's lizard people down there. <laughs> if you listen to my old conspiracy pals, you know, and, and you're just going down rabbit holes and then you're like, wait a second, what was a dad's name on Facts of Life? And you're fucking looking up dumb shit and then all of a sudden you got the Facts of Life song stuck in your head and then you're fucking laying in bed with that song in your head and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what used to come on before that? What day of the week was this on? And then you start talking about fucking Paul Abdul and weird shit. Who the fuck was the host on Family 
fucking few that used to kiss the girls. Oh, Len Dawson. Len Dawson. Wait, that wasn't that a football player? No, that was Len Swan. It's like, this is what happens in my head. One thing segues to the next. And I know it's kind of hard for you guys to follow, but this is exactly what the fuck happens in my brain. It's like all the wires are just crossed and crisscrossed and fucked up, man. Like, there's a couple knots in there that won't allow thoughts to get through, so they just stay in that one spot until they can break through. It's, it's insane, man. It's fucking insanity. What the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, anyway. I'm sitting there, and, like, when I became open with her, we have a much better relationship now. And she's gone. She left the store. And she went to a different one. So, me, I don't like change. I, it's very hard for me to warm up to somebody. To, like, you know, and it took, what, five months almost for me to warm up to this one. And we got a new one. And I'm like, fuck, you know. And uh, the guy's all right. De- decent guy, you know. So, so far, but everyone's decent so far. That's the kind of approach I have with everybody. It's not personal. If someone new comes into my life that I have to deal with, and, and I'm, a, I'm saying deal with, but I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, pretty much deal with. Um, it, it's hard because, like, you get used to one thing, and then, like, your whole world gets turned upside down, and I'm a creature of habit, a creature of routine. Once I get into a re- routine, I can pretty much stick with it forever. And if it gets broken, I have to adjust and get something different. It's really hard, you know, and it's just hard to build trust for me with other people. So when I... Um, you know, got the new person. I'm like, all right, you know, you have to give everyone a chance. It's, it's your job, your place of employment. You break it down to the bare simple things. If you don't like it, you can leave, which is one thing I do like about jobs because no matter what you have the power in any job that you have, you can leave and you know, you're not going to get thrown in jail. You're not going to get murdered. If you leave your job, unless you're in the fucking mob, um, you're not going to get killed. So, I mean, I can leave my job right now. Say, I quit. I'm done. And no one's going to show up at my house, you know, unless they're, unless they're begging me to come back with this massive raise, which will never happen, by the way. But, like, they're not going to kill you, and you can find something else. You're never stuck. Like, they don't ask you to go there. <laughs> I mean, they expect you to, but if you don't, oh, well, it's your choice. You know, you're not you're not a prisoner. You know, you're not a part of a fucking chain gang where if you try to run off, you're going to get shot in the back of the fucking head by a sheriff. If your brain splattered against a fucking oak tree or some shit, you know. They will. They might not shoot you because I don't think they want to ruin up those dirty fucking orange jumpsuits. Who knows? But I mean, like you, you really do have the power. So for me, I, I just kind of just roll with the punches, man. Just kind of deal with it, and you know, it, it, it was tough, very tough, because you finally become close with somebody, and you feel like you got someone you could, you know, like this person gets me. I, you know, they're gonna understand, and then all these changes happen. So I mean, it's been a couple of weeks now, and I'm trying to settle, and I, it's, it's still really tough, though, man. It is, and. You know, I still talk to my um, my old boss every other couple of days or something like that, you know, and just to kind of touch base, like, hey, what's going on, you know, that kind of thing, and say, hey, my fucking anxiety's going nuts, I just don't know what to do, blah, 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 and I know my job, obviously, I do it pretty well, you know, it's just, no, it's just tough, I fucking hate getting used to new shit, it just sucks, man, so I, I just, I really can't wait, and I had to fucking listen to this shit. I had a fucking cool dream, and uh, I woke up this morning, and I was like a $10 million lottery ticket winner. It was fucking great. I had one of those dreams where, like, it's so realistic, you know? And it was myself and a couple co-workers were just hanging out, and um, we went to a gas station. And ironically enough, and this is the weird thing about dreams. Like, this dream I had, like, nothing was connected to where it should be in, in the world. It was like the map, like... It was like a TV show set. Think like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? How they had the kitchen where they would all hang out. There was an episode, it was like one of the last ones, where I guess Carlton was playing a joke on the guy, Will Smith, or the, the actual actor. 
and he ran from like one side of the stage set to the other and it was like wait there's like a nightclub right that's right next to the kitchen that's right next to the bedroom it's access to this place and all these sets were like right next to each other but they were different areas of the show where they would pretend like all right well they're at a nightclub and it's actually right next door to the kitchen set so in my dream it was like i was at work we walked out the door walked across the street and there was a gas station that's that, that was like right there but it was like the gas station is right down the street from my house which is 45 minutes away from my job so everything was kind of conveniently close for the dream's sake I guess you know it was like all the stages the sets were right next to each other it's fucking weird so a couple of co-workers and I we went out to the gas station bought a scratch off and it was a 10 million fucking dollar scratch off winner <laughs> and I was like oh cool everything's taken care of you know and oh I quit the job by the way and I fucking woke up this morning, and I felt like I felt like it was still real, you know? And I was like, yes, I won the fucking lotto, I won the lotto. And my eyes finally fully opened, and I fucking realized where I was in a pitch black room with a fan blowing on my face and a nerd that's snoring loudly. And I'm like, motherfucker. God damn it, they got me again, you know? And, of course, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning, and I was up the rest of the morning, three hours until I got up and showered. It was just one of those fucking things, man, where you just wake up, and you're wide awake, and you're fucked, you know? So, yeah. That was that, and uh, it, it, it's depressing because you wake up and like you have this this feeling of like joy, pure bliss. You know, I never have to worry about a goddamn thing again, and you have everything to worry about instantly. You know, it's like your hopes and dreams are crushed just fucking like that. So yeah, that fucking blows. But anyway, I'm here. And I'm talking to you guys, and I am loving every second of it, man. I really did miss doing the solo shows. Um, they're actually the they they used to be the highlight of my week doing the solo. Because it's my own time to just kind of sit here and just talk. It was like an open diary. Just me talking to you. Just the two of us, you know, just sitting back here. Um, this is actually where I uh, I learned how to just talk and just be open. I, um, I'm i not a really good talker. When I go out and I'm at work, it's basically like one shitty one-liner after the other. Because I, I really don't know how to communicate with people, and it fucking sucks. And this podcast has helped me out a lot, in all honesty. It's one of those things where I just really learned how to just get my, my words, string them together, and make a sentence, you know? And the older I get, it feels like my mental illness is just going worse and worse and worse, and uh, there's no way around it. I mean, I'm just, I, I am getting worse. My memory's getting worse, and uh, everything's just fucking going downhill. It's probably getting older and just having a fucked up mind as it is, you know, when I was younger. And I'm getting older, and it's just it just feels like it's really going down the tubes. It fucking blows, man. If I can trade this with anybody, I probably wouldn't, because I wouldn't want someone to go through this shit. The long nights of just being awake, not being able to sleep, tossing and turning, fucking songs playing in your head, arguments with people a hundred times over, loving people a hundred times over in your head, and it's like all these weird things, you know? And I know I talked about this with the nerdette. But I do know some of you guys only listen to the shorter podcasts, only because you do like to hear things about mental illness, and that's what I like to talk about. I'd normally pick like a random topic, talk a little bit about that, then get into the mental illness aspect, and maybe talk a little keto, because that's one of the things that I'm doing right in this world. I'm actually a couple pounds under 180, dropped about down to 177 now, so hooray me. I'm about 12 pounds away, I would say about 15 pounds away, because it does fluctuate when I, when I drink a lot of water and shit like that so whenever I come back from a day off of work or a day off yeah a day off of work um, I always lose a pound or two only because like I'm not eating or drinking really as much I'm just doing like you know some rum zero carbs zero sugar shit so maybe that's what it is I don't fucking know man 
But tomorrow we do. We we are going to have a uh, Andrew on the show. He's going to be an interesting guest. We're going to talk some politics and maybe a little bit of wrestling, life, New Jersey kind of shit. Because he's a Jersey boy. I'm a Jersey boy, so we'll have some good things to talk about. I'm really looking forward to that one. Let me have a little sip of my beer. I'm going to let you guys listen to me take the sip of beer because last time I was a jerk. I was a real jerk and I hid it from you. And I will never hide anything from you again. (laughs) Fucking I. Mm. (sighs) One thing I don't like about certain shows that people do is they will sit there and play like tons of music and shit. And it's like, if you don't have anything interesting to say, then just fucking don't record, you know? If you don't feel like you're putting something out there that's from the heart, don't put it out there, you know? Just keep your shit to yourself, man. Or woman, whatever the hell gender you identify as, or fucking pony person, whatever the fuck. Furry, I don't know, whatever. I like the furries too, by the way, I love them. But yeah, dude, I'm about to, about to wrap this one up in a minute. Um, I do implore you guys to check out the podcast I did with um, Kelsey Huggins. He's of the MI Stuff podcast, very good show. We had a very good conversation with that man. Um, it, 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 it just it just started. Like sometimes when you talk to some people, things happen and you click, and it just works. It feels right, and you do it, you know. And with him, it felt like a really good show, and I was very proud of how that one came out. And and I feel like I actually made a genuine like connection, I guess, um, like a friend. I, I guess that's the word you would use. And I don't really use that term lightly because I don't consider myself to actually have any. I'm a very hard person to make friends with because I'm very distant. I don't respond to text messages very often. Um, I I don't know. It's just strange. There's so many things out there that I just, um, I don't know. I, I just have a much harder time than normal people. But that's what this podcast is all about. It's a journey of life. And... Hopefully, if you guys listen for a very long time, you'll see a different me or hear a different me. Because in the beginning, I was a fat, fat man. I was huge. And I chronicled my keto loss. And now I lost over 100 pounds since the podcast started. So, I mean, there's that. And hopefully, I can work on the mind next. You know, just just the mind in general. And I want to make smarter decisions in life. At 37 years old, I feel like I'm still um, learning. So, I'm just trying to become a better person. So, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that works out, you know. We'll see. Until then, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, hold on a second. So, yeah, and my stuff podcast. <laughs> All of his links are on his on his webpage. You can go to our Twitter page to find them. That's uh, at MI Podcast One, I believe. Uh, or just type in MI Podcast and you'll see it. M.I Podcast um, on um, iTunes, wherever else you can listen to your favorite podcast. It was a very good episode. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Very fun, nice guy. We're going to have him on here in a couple of weeks. And he'll be able to plug all this shit, and we'll put all the links on our page. So, there you go. You can find everything there. But, listen to our show tomorrow night. Uh, depending on what time we get done with him, it may not be posted tomorrow night. It could be a, a two nights. So, we'll see, man. You know, things happen for a reason. We got a busy day Friday. And after that, we'll record our own podcast. So, I think you might be getting one every fucking night this week, you lucky bastards. Alright. Here we go. You can find us on Twitter at Voices of Misery Podcast and Gmail, Voices of Misery dot, um, podcast at Gmail. I need her here, man. She keeps me focused. Voices of Misery Podcast at Gmail.com. Um, Facebook's dead. I don't know if that's ever going to come back. It's like there, but it's not. It's like a fucking phantom shutdown page, whatever the fuck you want to call it, shadow band. And uh, yeah, Discord, Voices of Misery Podcast, Discord. Yeah, if you guys um, you want to check us out, come on in, man. Check us out. 
until then, guys, you can always find us here, and you can always, um, you know, count on quality content. Always coming at you, man. That's what we do. And I love you guys, and I appreciate you for being here. And that's from the bottom of my black heart. I really do appreciate the feedback and everything that we've gotten lately. And I would like, you know, um, if you guys to share the show on your social media, um, tell your friends about it. Just get as much eyes on the product as possible, ears on the, you know, whatever the fuck you want to say. That makes sense because my brain is on overload right now. I got all these thoughts just blowing up right now. My notebook's going to be filled by the time I'm done with this podcast, which is things I want to talk about in the future. Because, like, one one thought or one word for me spawns, like, ten different thoughts. It's fucking crazy, and I want to stop it. But anyway, guys, um, yeah, this has uh, been the Voice of Misery podcast. I am the nerd. The next one will have the nerdette and the Andrew Bello. Talk to you soon, guys. Later. Yes, it is I, Bin Hameen, commanding all of you to join the wrestling revolution, the underground of media, and follow our brothers at Voices of Misery on Twitter and subscribe to their podcast because they support HackerHameen.Podbean.com and you will go support VoicesOfMisery.Podbean.com because there is no more misery when you leave those FM Mark channels and you join the media underground of Voices of Misery and HackerHameen.Podbean.com. Rise and praise, y'all. <laughs>